Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. I am a deliverer of greatness. I am a marketing and branding expert. I am just the host of Money Making Conversation. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Now, you can be motivated by their success because their stories can offer direction and help you reach your goals through your planning and committed effort. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, small business ownership, uh, leadership, overcoming the art, and how to live a balanced life. With that being said, said my next guest has experience in pharmaceuticals, retail, and natural foods. She has the insight and expertise to bring the innovative concept of plant-based female care system to the marketplace. Unlike mass market and conventional female care brands, consumers will be able to get all of their female care needs met under one brand known as the Honey Pot Company. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation, the co-founder of and CEO of the Honey Pot Company, Beatrice Dixon. Hello, how are you? How you doing, Miss Dixon? And where are you from? I'm well, thank you. I live in Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Born and raised, or yeah. you came from someplace else? No, I was I was born in Virginia. I was raised in Phoenix. I moved to Atlanta like 16 years ago, and now I live between Atlanta and New York. Atlanta, New York. The Honey Pot. Yeah, such a great yeah. Thing. Now, um, thank you. What, what, where, where, where can we get these? Uh, the, the brand. I'm sure we can get it online. Is it available in stores? Yes, you can get it on thehoneypot.co. You can get it on Amazon. You can buy our products in stores at Target, Whole Foods, um, Walmart, mm-hmm. CVS, Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're pretty much you can go to our website and put in our store locator. Go to our store locator, put in your zip code, and figure out where we're sold oh. in your area. Good. Now, so when when they ask you to star in your own commercial. <laughs> now there we go. She's, she's, she's trying to be tough in the beginning. She's trying to be tough. You know, she was just giving that little short answer at the very beginning. But now I'm seeing you on TV walking around, articulating, walking around products and everything. So how did that come about? You know, to start in your own, to be able to sell your own brand, to be recognized as an entrepreneur, a leader in the industry. Talk about that experience. Well, with, with the commercial I believe that Target had interviewed multiple brands. Um, They were looking to do something around um, Black History Month, also looking for something that kind of rolled into Women's History Month. Mm -hmm. And so they they interviewed multiple um, Black-owned, women-owned brands. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were really fortunate to be the one that they chose to kind of be the, um, you know, the, the lead commercial for Target between February and March. Okay. So we, we were really fortunate for that. Now, so, so what <laughs> that personality? What personality did you show, Miss Beatrice Dixon? What, what did they show when they when they talked to you? Were you were you energized? Were you informative? Was it your clothes? Was it your style? What made them say you're the one? I think um, <laughs> you know. I think you know. It's hard. It's hard to say 
Um, it's because you look great, by the way. You look great. Let me just go and compliment you. You You look great. Every time that commercial comes on, it catches my eye. I love the fact that you're moving through a store. It feels like a journey. And when you reach to your product, I go, I'm there. And I want to know. And I'm a man. I'm going like, what is she doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You You know, know, I totally get it. You know, it's so... so, You know, mm -hmm. I I think, um, and this is just something that I hear quite a bit. I don't necessarily take it on. But I think um, one of the reasons that they chose us is because of the authenticity of our brand. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, I'm a pretty authentic person. I don't really, you know, I don't. I I, I always say what I want to say, and and I always um, relay how I feel. I don't. I don't really alter myself based on the conversations that I'm having. You know, I'm pretty consistent. You know. If I'm talking to you, if I'm talking to a buyer at Target, if I'm talking to my mom, right. if I'm talking to anybody, mm-hmm. I'm always going to be who I am. Right. Um, and that kind of shines through with the brand as well. Okay. Miss Authentic. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, how has this affected you uh, walking in, you know, you're sitting in a restaurant, you know, eating your hamburger, you know, and people recognizing you and doing selfies with you. How has that, how's that affected your life? It hasn't been, you know, a ton of that. I, you know, I've been doing a bit, you know, I do a, I do a lot of speaking engagement, mm-hmm. so it, it kind of happens there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not just sitting at a restaurant and somebody comes up and like, hey, you know, it's it's not really like that it's, at it's, all. It's you know, only I started, Miss Dixon. You, you look fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. You know, the, <laughs> like, like I said, I, I, you, know, you know, I always tell a great campaign when you're not looking for it. That's a great campaign. Yeah. And so, you know, when you, yeah, you know, I've done that. enough concerts, enough television shows, and I've bought enough commercial spots where you when you have to sit at a radio station or look at a television, they have to tell you the time it's gonna run for you to see your commercial spot to verify that it's yeah. running and being successful. That's not a great campaign. But if I'm just sitting there yeah. and I and I and I, I go from channel I'm in Atlanta, so I go from ABC, I go to Fox, I go to Sports yeah. Center, and I, so I'm all over the place. And for me to sit up and right. say, I've seen your commercial, your Target commercial, on a regular that I that I go, oh, I'm about to interview her. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's dope. That is really hot. That is really a yeah. testament that they believe in your brand. They believe in your product uh, being yeah. successful, and that's really really great. But there's also a certain degree of responsibility that you got to have Absolutely. as far as packaging, as far as having your product available. Absolutely. If it sells off the, if it, you know, if it moves off the shelf ahead of schedule yeah. and things like that. Let's talk about that journey because in your intro, I talked about has experience in pharmaceuticals, retail, and natural foods. Mm-hmm. How do you go from yeah. those three credits, which I pulled from your bio, to running and founding a company called the Honey Pot Company? Well, I, I, that, you know. Take a deep then, breath. Take a deep breath because you went, well, uh. <laughs> no, no. No, I mean, you know, this is how I talk, right? Uh-huh. Um, okay. You know, but, but I, so back in, so I started my career in pharmacy literally right out of high school. Um, I, you know, I got out of high school. I worked at Cigna. That was like my first, you know, real job. And I, I left from there and I kind of continued my journey into the pharmaceutical world. So I went from working at a hospital, you know, I went, I worked in retail, I worked in hospitals, I worked in oncology labs. So I kind of did all kinds of things when you think about pharmacy. I thought I wanted to go to school to be a doctor. But then I, I realized that that really wasn't a passion of mine, and I can't, I'm not the human that can do things that I don't believe in. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so I then decided, let you know, let me just take a break and figure out what I want to do because I had started my pre-med, but then I, like I said, I didn't want to do it anymore. And so I left, I left from, I left from, from doing pharmacy and around that same time, like 2011, 2012 is when I had the issues that I was having where I couldn't get rid of an infection that I had. Mm-hmm. And that's when I had the dream mm-hmm. with my ancestor. Mm-hmm. And that's when I made the product that she told me to make basically. And I, you know, I made it and it worked for me. Mm. So ar- around this transition time, I was, I was transitioning out of coming out of working in pharmacy to going to work at Whole Foods and what would be their pharmacy in their whole body department. Mm-hmm. Right. But instead of like, drugs, it's, it's herbs and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And so I did that for three years, but I was still doing honeypot while I was doing that. Right. Um, you know, and then I left from there, kind of made a natural trans- transition and I went to be a food broker. So as a food broker, I went from you being my customer that shopped at Whole Foods to Whole Foods being my customer. And then from there, I went to be an area sales manager at a kale chip company. So the whole while between Whole Foods, being a broker, right. working at a kale, you know, working at a startup, basically, I was doing honeypot that whole time. So it was basically like I had two jobs, you know. Right. Um, and and at, and at one time within that, I had a cleaning business and an organizing business while I was working at Whole Foods. So things were really crazy. So yeah, yeah, the honey pot, yeah, the yeah, the honey pot, yeah, the whole food, you had the cleaning business. Yeah, yeah, because I had you know, honey pot wasn't making money to be able to to support me, uh-huh. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that we had to hire somebody because I had to work because right. you know, right. So we had hired we Antoinette. You know, we had we had a couple people that had kind of just kind of worked for us doing like odd jobs and things like that. But Antoinette was like our real official, um, you know, full time employee. Right. And <laughs> Poor she was Antoinette. Able to Poor be Antoinette. Person. Everything was on Antoinette. Huh? She was just out there just working. It was. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. We were. I mean, I would make bottles on the weekend because then I was making the wash. Right. I would make wash on the weekend and on the nights that I was home. I had, I, when I, when I went to be a broker and a sales manager, I was traveling three to four weeks out of the month. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. It was, it was crazy. So she was making bottles, packing them, shipping them, bottles. I mean, it was crazy. Right. It was a crazy time. Well, yeah. you know, that, you know, I, I always remember like, uh, you know, uh, uh, the level of success I, I'm reaching now, you know, is, I can't do the things I used to do, but sometimes it, when you look back, you know, when I was, I used to do stand-up comedy. I was on the comedy club, used to write t- sitcoms. I, I look back at that mm-hmm. period. It's really so much fun because because you were just doing it. You know, just doing it. Yeah. There, were, there were no guarantees. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was the fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, you were just working hard. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes I wish I just would have like, um, Capture some of those Enjoy moments them. more because slow mm-hmm. down and appreciate it that I was doing something special because I live the results yeah. now. You're, you're living the results now, but you were just grinding. You were just grinding and, you know, uh, you, you wanted to go to sleep, but you couldn't go to sleep. You know, you wanted to sit down and, and just rest. You wanted to stop sometimes, but something inside you told you you couldn't stop. Just keep pushing, exactly. keep pushing. And, 
when people when people were having a vacation and you couldn't vacation, you know, you you every every a dollar yeah. you couldn't buy shoes when you wanted to buy shoes, couldn't buy exactly. outfits when they buy outfits. You you, know, you shopped on yeah. coupons. It really just te- is a testimony to the, the process that you know the the results are beautiful, but the journey is hard now. It's hard, but boy, when you look back, you just laugh. You just laugh. Yeah, I mean, and 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 truth be told, you know, the journey is still happening. You right. know, we mm-hmm. we don't mm-hmm. every most of the most of the money that our business makes goes right back into the business. So right. it's not like mm-hmm. you know I'm sitting here with millions of dollars in my personal bank account. You right. know, it's mm-hmm. not. It hasn't gotten. It hasn't gotten to that place yet. Right. You know, it's still a grind. It's right. still it's still a lot of hard work and high level thinking. It's just that it's not necessarily me whipping it up in the kitchen now, right? Like now (laughs) my grind is I have to constantly be in front of investors. I'm doing speaking engagements, you know, have to have, you know, I'm constantly having weekly meetings with my, with different parts of the team. Right. You know, I'm, I, I work with our, with our, um, our CSO, uh, Kelly to go to, you know, when we go to present to retailers, like, you know, I'm managing, you know, working with my brother as he, you know, and he's my co-founder, mm-hmm. um, you know, while, while he's building out charts and, and, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. So it's still, it's still crazy busy. It's still, uh, it's still labor, you know, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not as, um, it's it's not it's not the grind. It's it's just a different type of grind. A yeah. different type of grind. Well, you, know? you, don't, you, don't, you don't have yeah. a Whole Foods or a cleaning business that in part is part of the grind anymore. No, it's no, just it's, it's just it's a honey pot grind. Yeah, <laughs> honey pot company and, and, grind. And quite and quite honestly, um, you know, once you start bringing in capital and, and and those types of things, that's a part of your operating agreement. You know, your shareholders, the people that invest in your business. That's like it's it's in a contract that I can't do anything else other than honeypot. Wow. You know? Wow. Well I'm talking to um this the co-founder and CEO of the Honeypot Company. Uh, she started in uh, pharmaceuticals, retail, and natural foods, and she was multi-working and multitasking, and she was grinding like all people <laughs> start. They start out grinding. Yeah. And you know, she noted, Rashawn, look at here. There's not a million dollars in my bank yet. There will be. The goal is to get to a million. I'm gonna tell you something. When it gets to a million, you're gonna want more millions. It just I'm just gonna let you know, Miss Dixon, it just does not stop. That's why Amazon keeps buying things, that's why Google keeps buying things, that's why Microsoft keeps buying things. You just do not stop because you start figuring out words to diversify your brand and growing your brand. We're gonna be back with more from Beatrice Dixon, the CEO and co-founder. She co-founded it with her brother. The Honey Pot Company. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversation. I'm talking to the co-founder and uh, CEO of the Honey Pot. Honey Pot is a plant power, a plant-powered uh, feminine care company for today's savvy female consumer. When I say that, that's a line I took from your bio. What does it mean when you say f- savvy female consumer? My, in, you know, in my opinion, a savvy female consumer is one that really understands what she wants. She understands how she wants to swing. And I don't even want to say she, um, because not every human that buys our product is a, is necessarily a woman or identifies as being a woman. Right. But the humans that buy the humans that buy our product, you know, I call them savvy because they know what they want. They're willing to invest in what they want, you know, and 
basically to go the extra mile to to um, make sure that they're taking care of themselves. Right. And when you say taking care of themselves, let's uh, let's break down a little bit more. The Honeypot Company is a one-stop shop for all things healthy and natural when it comes to a, a female's or uh, a person's personal Feminine area. Care product. Personal yeah. area. And so yeah. that includes uh, uh, healthy washes, natural wipes, uh, herb-infused pads, and organic uh, cotton tampons with bioplastic apples. Applicators. Now, yes. Now, I mean, I, I, let me just back up a little bit. I was I was eating dinner with a guy a couple of days, a couple of years ago, and it was talking. He was talking about there was this, you know, the natural uh, care product that women were just really up in arms that that you know these their chemicals that are making women sick and also maybe even causing women to die from that. And so that this mm-hmm. natural wave was the way to go. That women was just lining up and almost like protesting. That, you know, it's almost that hear me roar type attitude about get it to me right, get it to me correctly so I can wake up and feel that I'm living a healthy life. Like you was talking about earlier, the uh, the whole process of you coming to this was uh, was an infection you couldn't get rid of, correct? Exactly. Yes. Now, when you when you talk about that. What 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 is the, the other than that, the motivation of being able to sit down with your brother, who's the co-founder and being able to do mm-hmm. this part time? Part-time. What was the breakthrough point in this whole process you realized, you know, some we can make a commitment to this. We can win with this product. It was once we got into Target, you know, it, it needed to be able to support. Look, I'm not the person that believes in starting a business and just quitting your job. I don't believe in that. I, be, I believe that you keep your job so that you don't put yourself in a place of being desperate. And you, you keep you keep your you keep your hustle going until until the business gets to a place where it can support you financially and pay right. you either what you're making on your job or more. Right. And so So you're not a person that's gonna just jump out there, just just go out there on a leap of faith. You're not that person. Nah, no. <laughs> I, I don't think that that's that that's an intelligent uh-huh. thing to do. Right, right. You no. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's hard to make it's hard to be it's already hard to have a startup that comes from nothing. It's double hard to have a startup that comes from nothing. And you're relying on that startup to basically take care of you, to take care of an employee and all those types of things. Um, You know, it's already so much stress. So I, so I didn't take that route. Um, You know, honeypot was well, well off the ground, you know, while I was doing all these other things, right. You know, but, um, you know, but once we, once we got into Target, I got to a point where I was like living this double life. I was working like 80 to 90 hours a week. I was traveling pretty like every single week for work. And then I would have to, you know, I was also, we were raising money at the time. I mean, it was, it was like one of the most stressful times in my life. And so we raised, we raised, we raised $3 million in 2018, um, with the new voices fund that really kind of took things off the ground because I had already started full time a few months before, right? but that really gave us the, 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 um, the ability to hire other, to hire the other employees that we needed to hire to be able to invest in marketing, to be able to invest in more inventory. You know, so many things happened once we got that investment. So, you know, it, it was a combination of living a double life, working ridiculous hours and not being able to execute at my best. 
and then the access to capital that, you know, helped us to really to, to, to get to stand on our own two feet so that we could see things through to the next level. Let me ask you this. Do you consider yourself a spokesperson for, for, or for women of, of uh, when they're talking about their, because women, you know, fight for their rights, for, in this case, fighting for their health, yeah. for fighting for their health. And because it's a yeah. business, but it's also something that affected you personally. And because of that personal challenge, you know, you went in your kitchen, you started mixing up stuff and you got it right. And, and, and then, then you was able to go out there and, and convince individuals, strangers who look at, look, they look mm-hmm. at opportunities. So you got to have a business plan that has credibility, also has a, mm-hmm. $3 million. That's nothing to, to sneeze at. You know, you go, there's a lot of people going, okay, here's, you know, we should, we watch Shark Tank on TV. You know, they go in there with these little right. presentations and they have a, you know, they, they chop it down to maybe five minutes and they go, yes or no, or we take 20% of your company or you give us a million dollars or I give you $250,000, you give me 50% of your company or whatever. Is that how mm-hmm. it worked for you? It used to be a lot harder. You know, it's not hard for me to, you know, I can look, I could look you in the face and be like, hey, I need $10 million, you know. <laughs> but at one point, honestly, like, Come I, on, I Ms. can't. Come on, Ms. Dixon, Ms. Dixon. So you, you, you're a shark now, huh? You just, you just used to worry about asking for that kind of money, huh? It's not that I'm a shark. I just have experience in doing it. You right. know, I've, I've, been, I've been doing, I've been pitching investors now for uh, almost four years. Right, right. With, you know, with, with my brother. And, it, and it's like anything else. If you do something and you do it consistently, you mm-hmm. get experience in it. You know, being being in the startup world, startup life is like getting getting a master's degree, you know, or getting a PhD. You're just doing it in real life, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so at in the beginning, absolutely, it was hard because you know you you had never you've never seen money like that before. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Um. You know now. You know everything that we make we put into our business you know we actually we're not we're not we're not necessarily when you look at the books we're not necessarily making money just because everything goes back in right right right, right, right. but 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 we do have a multi-million dollar business you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so um you know so it so it 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 requires a lot and when when you when you have 14 people working for you right, right and and your product is selling on, you know, over within the next few months, it'll be around ten or eleven thousand doors. Yeah, right yeah, now, so let's like mention them: your Target, Walmart, Urban yeah, Outfitters, Target, Walmart, Walgreens, Walgreens, Bed Bath you know, and Beyond, Wegmans, yeah. Whole Foods, and among other retail. I mean, these are these are top of the line. You know, just to see you, you know, that, you know, this is you know. That's my that's my point, though, right? So you you have to get comfortable with asking somebody for that type of money mm-hmm. because that's what that's the type of money that it takes to run your business. Right. You know. Right. Because you know you can't you know you can't run out at Target. You know. You know. No, nah, you, you can't. You can't run out at Target. You can't, can't run out at Walmart. You can't run out of money at pay. You know, for your um. You can't. You can't run out of. You got. You got to have money to pay your employees. Pay the you rent. know, payroll has to happen mm-hmm. every two weeks. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Marketing has to happen. You know. You know, it's really, uh, you know, it's, it's so funny when I, when I, you know, because I, I can tell you're a straight shooter, you know, and then, and then you, you, you're a person that could, you know, like you said, I can ask you for ten million dollars, Rashawn, with ease. Yeah. Now, 
And that's really a gift, you know, because of the fact that, you know, you, you have your brother who's the co-founder, but you're out there doing all that talking. Of course, it's a female-based product. You should be doing the talking. And I have six sisters, so yeah. I'm comfortable talking in this conversation, you know. You grew up with six mm-hmm. sisters, four of them older than you. You've heard this conversation over and over and over again in, in your lifetime. And so, but I also yeah. know that it was important to them, uh, and there was always a conversation that was important to them. So I know when you talk talking about female savvy, it's almost like it's about time. What took us yeah, so long? We've been a, you've been living a life of being just giving you walking there just because it's on on the shelf doesn't mean it's good for you. That is the that exactly. is that is such a, a sad state of affairs that you go in there, you think this product is on the shelf, that they put it on the shelf, they selling it to you. Nah, nah, that doesn't mean it's good for you. And that's really the the, the why the Honey Pie Company was created, and really is the foundation that we we care about you as a customer. But also, not only from the fact that you're buying our products, but you can live a much more healthier and safe life with our product. Correct? Exactly. But that's the responsibility piece you were talking about, right? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, I believe that anything that you do in your life, you should do it well. And you should, and you should, and you should hold yourself responsible for anything that your hand touches. Right? Mm -hmm. So all the way to the basic level, mm-hmm. at how you live, your house should be clean, how you drive, your car should be clean, mm-hmm. right? How you think things should be organized, things should have a place. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have a business, if it's a service, that you should offer the best possible service that you absolutely can. Right. And if you can't, if you're not a person that, 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 know, that can execute in that way, I'm I'm of the belief that you shouldn't touch it unless you can, right? Right. Because, you know, what we make, we make product, anything that somebody puts on any part of their body, their arm, their leg, a human with a vagina on their vagina, anything, right? right? Mm-hmm. That's going inside your body because mm-hmm. your, bo- your, your skin is an organ. Right. So it's a huge responsibility mm-hmm. to make clean products because... You know, we make products for vagina, so we can't, we can't, if we're going to be responsible and, and if we, if we're going to love our customers and adore them and appreciate them the way and that we them. do, mm-hmm. the least we can do is make a beautiful product. Well, I have a 22 you know? year old daughter. I'm excited about uh, what you're saying. I'm, I'm comfortable about uh, this interview because I'm, you know, She's my, she's my future. She's my baby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? And so when I, when I, when I, when I do an interview like this, it's, it's personal reasons because I want to get your product out there and then people will be aware of this type of product that I feel is, uh, you know, like I said, you know, you can get sold on the fact that uh, they got the most money, they got the most history. It that doesn't mean they, mm-hmm. they care about you. And, uh, and um, when this interview opportunity came up for me, it wasn't a, a conversation they said who that's the lady on talking that's the talking lady commercial <laughs> got her I'm, i want to see her yeah that's, that's my girl right there i want to see yeah. her because Thanks. of the fact that you know first of all women of color we know there's a, a huge disparity when it comes out there when you talk about raising capital and you know you walk in the room and what what why you know when you talk about raising capital because you know you have so many lanes you have the you have the male identity you have the white male identity black male identity you have the the white mm-hmm. female identity, and then you have the black female identity. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that you have fallen behind, you're number four, if I'm just saying. I know it's the white male, it's yeah. probably going to be the, 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 the white female, 
and then there's going to be the black male and it's going to be the black female talking about mm-hmm. it. Because when you look at television, look at history, you know, the, the black female has always been played off as the as the as the lesser role, the stay at home role, the the the, the, the right. childbearing role, and now you're you're sitting in front of people talking about, hey, let me let me take your millions of dollars and I turn into it into multi millions of dollars. Talk about that mm-hmm. experience, okay? <clears throat> yeah, that that has been a really great experience. <laughs> you know, we we've been really fortunate, and I I think one of the main reasons we've been fortunate is because we have a good product. And we have a good customer base that supports our products um, and that, you know, supports us as founders and, as, and, 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 you know, and just as humans that are creating in the world. Um, you know, so, but it definitely has been challenging raising capital. When you think about um, black women are starting, are, are like actually leading and heading up um, as far as all all founders that are starting businesses, black women are leading the charge in that, you know, but at the same time, black women also have like access to less than 0.0006% of the venture capital that's out in the world. Like that's like, that's way less. That's a decimal <laughs> point. Um, it's way less than 1%. Right. And right. so it's, uh, you know, it, it has definitely been a challenge. You know, but what those challenges have done is they forced us to be lean and to be scrappy in our business. Right. I love the word scrappy. To be a business. I love the word scrappy. And so, and so, you know, so while it used to really bother me, you know, because when you look at when you look at my at, at my at my competitors. Right. I've got three major competitors in the market, you know they've raised like nearly a hundred million dollars between the three. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We've, we've raised four and, you know, and, and, and it's sometimes it's about who, you know, sometimes it's about who you have access to, mm-hmm. but I don't want to say that to make it seem like, you know, to make it seem like we're a victim of, of the venture capital world. I don't want to come from that place, you know, but, but I, but one I, but what I won't do is not talk to the fact that it has not been as easy for us to to get to the valuations that we should likely be at um you know to 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 raise the millions of dollars of even seed capital we've raised millions but you know I think if circumstances were different I think that you we probably more. could have raised more well, my friend, but I'm um, really, you know, I wanted to just let you know this. First of yeah. all, you're changing lives, okay? You're saving lives, okay? You're, you're a role model. You're a trailblazer. Thank you. you um, Thank you. Uh, I love your your tough personality, you know, and I love that. Don't change. Uh, we all grow. And I put together yeah. a money-making conversation to share to share your experience, but not only promote your brand, but to share your journey. Because yeah. it's so many people who have come on this show, and I've been so blessed to just see this brand just just grow up. It's like it exploded, and 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 just individuals now see that this is a show that you can come and tell your story, promote your product, and you have a support guy, Rashawn McDonald, who has an amazing brand himself. And this is all free. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, nobody, mm-hmm. nobody's going to pop up and no charge to listen to this interview. It doesn't work that way. This interview works right. the way of being able to say that 
Do not stop what you're doing. Uh, when these campaigns start, please send me social media banners. I got over a million social media social media followers. I got a fan club of 97,000 and 74% are female. And so mm-hmm. I want to support you. Don't change and keep winning, okay? Because you Thank are winning. You. Every time I see you on that TV commercial, you are winning, okay? <laughs> and looking good, girl, looking you good, okay? That. And you strolling you. down there. I said, that's my girl right there. And so <laughs> I'm happy for you. The Honey Pot Company, I'm talking to the co-founder. She co-founded it with her brother and the CEO of the Honey Pot Company, Miss Beatrice Dixon. Thank you for coming on my show. Thank you for having me. Uh, if you want to hear more interviews for Money Making Conversations, go to moneymakingconversations.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. <laughs>